All right, everybody, welcome back to the Three Kings Bourbon Podcast here at Happy Hour Bar and Liquor Store in Nicholasville, Kentucky. I am Bryce Wilson. This is Tucker Schroeder. And this is Shane Burke. All right. So, you know, we start off with bourbon news most of the time. So today we've got something uh, with Brown Foreman's 150th year anniversary. And uh, Tucker, I know this was something you wanted to to talk about today. So I'm going to pass this to you, man. Yeah. I've been kind of uh, excited to to see this bottle. I think it's a a cool concept. Um, The the public perception on it's been interesting, so I thought we should talk about it. But um, Brown Foreman, 150th anniversary bottle, uh, decanter bottle. Uh, it looks, I mean, it's gorgeous. Oh, it's it gorgeous bottle amazing. comes in a nice wooden case. Um, two grand was the price tag on it, but you were also getting a uh, Old Forester experience out of it as well. I don't know exactly what the experience entailed. Hopefully, it was pretty solid if you're buying that <laughs> bottle. Um, don't think there was a ton of bottles available, obviously, but um, from my understanding, uh, it was a, a 12 and a half year old bourbon for 150 months is kind of what that symbolized for the um, the years there. So um, pretty cool concept. I mean, we're getting some we're getting some interesting releases this year for sure, as far as yeah. multiple distilleries. So I think that's but, cool. Them doing something different than like the, the birthday bourbon. Yeah. Um, doing something a little different, but. I've always been one to enjoy things that like come with the bottle, like you know, especially if it's something special. Okay, great example that we like is the Knob Creek 18 mm-hmm. that comes in that the wooden case. Obviously, when you're drinking it, you're not gonna put it back in the wooden case. I mean, you could, but like at that point, you're just kind of like whatever. But I think it's always cool to have that, and then on top of that, like to have the the experience with it. Mm-hmm. I think getting something like that would be really good for like a old forester like aficionado like somebody that's like kept up with them like that's their yeah. brand like from day one they're like you know what i'm loyal to this brand i'm gonna go ahead and just chunk up the two racks right have this bottle it's part of my collection and i get to go do the experience all that so it's cool for something like that but just a normal guy I yeah probably not well you know what i mean and you know what we talked about a lot too there's a lot of memories that are tied to a lot of bourbons like there's several bourbons we can all pull off a shelf and i remember like Mm -hmm. cracking that bottle with you guys or doing something like that so if you're doing it you know it is cool that there's an experience tied to it and there's a unique collector's quality to that bottle Mm -hmm. in addition to the experience like hey i got to do this or whatever so uh, you got to be a real i mean we're self-proclaimed bourbon nerds we say that all the time but you got to be a real bourbon nerd for this one to be something that uh is worth the price tag or just have (laughs) have some money that you don't really care yeah, to spend on yeah. it, you know, either way, but it's still cool. Get I think it's unique. And again, uh, just, you know, the experience and the presentation of the bottle tied in with the bottle makes it, makes it unique. Yeah. I think, cool. I think the, yeah, I think the presentation and the experience is most of the price tag. I think the bourbon's probably obviously pretty good still. I mean, it's probably not bad. Um, it, what would you think it would, the bourbon would be by itself? Like, t- like tasting wise, like what do you think? No, it tastes I'm like saying or, like what do you? Oh, think if it was just like a normal thing. Yeah. Old Forster is coming out with a 12 year old, uh, or maybe it's 10 year old. I can't remember what it is exactly that they're adding to their their lineup. Um, probably somewhere in like the 200s, if I had to guess, because like 12 and a half year old Old Forester, they normally price their stuff up a little bit. So yeah. Well, then the secondary yeah. value would be crazy, right. like everything else too. Right. But uh, so yeah. Well, yeah. So all right. Well. We're going to get to our bottle yeah. of the day, man. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, before you before you get started with this one, I think uh, this was a this was a gift bottle here um, from Shane and I to Bryce. Uh, it was Bryce's birthday Appreciate last week, doing. so um, we go two five, man. Yeah. We're getting up there. We've mentioned history, we've mentioned Bib and Tucker, <laughs> yeah. a couple times on the podcast, and that was one of your underrated uh, underrated pours. Um, this is another one from the Bib and Tucker lineup here that uh, just recently came out, so. 
thought it was fitting to get that from yeah so, so first of all man these guys are awesome and we always try you know we're, we're close friends we always take care of each other on our birthdays yeah. and things of that nature so first of all thank you guys for this bottle i appreciate yeah, yeah. it uh, but yeah bib and tucker is something uh, again that i was put on to when i was at uh, jake cigar bar and somebody told me there's a bourbon out of columbia and i'm like how's that possible yeah. well it's columbia tennessee um, so they've got a six year they've got a 10 year and again, y'all heard me say this on that other the podcast, elusive 12. the elusive 12 year single barrel that I, I need to get my hands on. But anyway, um, they've got this uh, double char here as well, yeah. uh, which is a more recent release for them. Um, it's what, right at 88 proof. 88 proof. So very sippable, not something super high. We're, you know, again, self-proclaimed bourbon nerds and self-proclaimed proof hounds, meaning we like a lot of higher proof bourbons, but I will absolutely have more of a casual sipper. Um, at a lower proof, and that's what this bottle provides. So. Yeah, and interesting too. I think, I mean, you see a lot of like the double oaks marketing, or the you know, uh, extra oaked or whatever. They say double char, which I think is cool. Like I think that I think so, and I think that yeah. you kind of give yourself a little bit of a, I don't know, you differentiate yourself with the whole double oak market and things like that, saying double char. I, yeah. I think yeah. So yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of what bourbon is is marketing. I mean, yeah. a lot of. I mean, that's what anything is. It's yeah. perception of the brand or perception of the bottle. Mm -hmm. But again, it's unique that they use that word choice. Yeah. I mean, this, and that's so. really how you separate yourself. A lot of companies really want to come in here and swing with the heavy hitters and just do Kentucky Straight Bourbon. And that's hard. Yeah. I mean, you got to have some form of differentiation. Yeah. And if you don't, then it's going to... You get people, lost. People going to... Literally. People, <laughs> get lost on the shelf. I mean, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be real. People are going to go pick up a, what, a like $26 of Buffalo Trace over somebody's stuff that they just started up just right. because they're like whatever we want to do kentucky straight mm -hmm. it's hard to do that or stuff. if you see six seven eight double oaks and you're like okay but this one says double char even if it's the same thing just the work just you know yeah putting it like that you know displaying it like that on the bottle is just different so yeah, make yourself different. Um, important. but i tell you what i'd like to I'd like to get a Let's get the breather get a on nose it, on this thing yeah. shane you already know what to do put that mustache on there and i know it's you, dark every time it's dark it is dark, and I tell you what, for eighty, just on the eye test for eighty-eight proof, this thing looks a little thick, man. Yeah, it looks a little heavy, a little viscous. Let me get the snout on it. I think it's a unique nose. It's definitely unique. Got a lot of go a lot of going on. There's that like, you can tell it's a Bib and Tucker product for sure. Yeah, and you know what? Here's one thing I, I've researched and researched. A lot of Tennessee stuff you're going to see it's going to be Dickel. I don't know. I cannot find anything. There's no yeah. indication of, I don't know if it's their own stuff. Like, they're a hard brand to really figure out, mm -hmm. like, some of the origin. Um, so it, we can only assume that it might be Dickel sourced, but I don't know. They're, they're, we don't know if they are if they aren't sourced. Yeah. It's like, not disclosed. It's, it's not, not disclosed. at all. I, think I can't find it. Frank if, August. If, if they don't take the pride in distilling, they have to be sourced. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you mean, could I, speculate yeah. and say like, "Oh, whatever." But yeah. like, if you're distilling your own stuff, you're going to be like, "We, this is all." Here's what makes me think about. Stuff. Here's what the thing is with that. So like that, where they have that ten and the twelve year, I feel like those are probably sourced. I mean, most people don't. You, you know what I'm saying? That. You don't just have yeah. a ten and twelve. Like in general, you don't. Um, so, but the six year, they've got a lot of it, but that doesn't mean that it can't be theirs either. I don't know. All right. Um, but again, we've done. I've done a lot of research on this, trying to figure it out. So, yeah, uh, it's hard to find. But either way. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get in some notes on this nose if you guys are ready to do that. My bad. No, you're good. Yeah, come on, man. Don't throw my bottle. My bad. Man. My bad, um, Definitely getting that char. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, it's gonna say that, but there's almost like a yeah. freshness to it too, like a it's like, like an a, inviting earth. It's like a fresh, uh, it's like a fresh wood, like a freshly chopped wood. 
Yeah. Like, yeah I can't like, remember. Like, I can't really put my... But right. you, there's a little bit of a little hint of sweetness, but yeah. it's like a it's like a mixture of and you say this word a lot with bourbon savory. Yeah, there's like a savory sweetness that's playing together a little bit on that nose for me. In addition to some fresh wood and some charred wood, I'm getting a mixture of all these things. I'm gonna I'm paint a picture right here. It's for me. It almost smells like you just got your clothes out the washer and you you about to go chop some wood. <laughs> mixture to get mixed together. Yeah, yeah. fresh yeah. fresh fresh linen. You know. Smelling good, but also just smelling fresh. Not even smelling good. You smelling fresh. Yeah. See, I don't know if it's like a. I don't know if this is like a placebo or like just messing with my head here. But that char. I'm getting it, Tucker. I'm telling you, like it's almost like if you got if you had some like if you had some like marinated chicken or something, and it was like like a sweeter marinade, and you put it on the grill like that. Char it. How it smells like that. I think that's kind of like what it. And and that's where I said I'm getting some of that like savoriness, savory and sweet playing together. So I I see why you say that, but. Um, it's a little more ethanol even than I would would have thought to me. Maybe a yeah. hair. Yeah, maybe a hair. It's a little it's a little spicy on the nose. Well, with that being said, you guys ready to rank this nose or you need some more time with it? I think um, I think I'm ready to rock on the on a on a rating can, as far I as I can kick. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to give it a three three point two on the nose. I actually enjoy the nose. It's yeah. Good, but it's it, I mean as I said, it's not. Something crazy to me. Sure. I think it smells good, but nothing super. But three solid. Three crowns out of five yeah, solid. Well, 3.2. 3.2. 3.2. All right. Yeah, I can't forget your point two. Uh, I'm going to go a little higher than you. Um, I think for this being, again, 88 proof, and not like that's like the lowest proof it can be, obviously, but yeah. still a lower proof than what we normally put a nose on. Uh, I think there's a lot of complexity with that. So obviously this is going to be watered down because it's 88 proof, but I'm still getting a lot of complexity on that nose. Um, I think it's a unique nose. Um, so for you know, with those points being considered, I'm going to give the nose a 3.7 crowns out of five. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying this, and I'm enjoying going back to the glass to smell it again. Yeah, so. a lot of complexity. Um, I think one thing that attracts it for me, just a hair, is I can't pick a lot of things out of it. Like it could be multiple things, which I think leads into the complexity. However. Um, Lower threes, like three two. I think I'm right there, three two. Shane, um, a lot going on. I think it's um, slight sweetness, but that savory and the complexity. There's like that, like fresh oak type of thing going on. Like a lot going on. I don't know if it's like necessarily put together, but it's it's like it's complex. So like it gets you thinking. So sure. I, I respect that. Yeah, on the on the nose for sure. So. Awesome. Well, boys, what about you? But I'd like to take a little take a little sip here. Happy birthday, bottle. Whoa. That's got all types of stuff going on there. It's a lot. Yeah. And the finish is long. Yeah. I mean, we're not to the finish. 88 proof. But, but it's long. Yeah. 88 proof is. I'll start off a little bit because, again, this is, this is my birthday bottle and I'm a Bip and Tucker fan. So you guys know uh, I'll start off there. But definitely getting that char. But I love it. Like a, we talked about, um, well, last night, like a charred marshmallow or some, like, some type of char on a food item yeah or whatever I'm, I'm getting that type of char off of it it's long lasting but there's this earthy freshness to it and there's like a hint of sweetness in there and it's almost like a very very mild very mild um citrus sweetness almost yeah i'm getting some of that and um but just the viscosity of this at 88 proof is is impressive to me um i feel like i'm getting a, a thick liquid i'm enjoying it there's a lot going on i'm getting a lot of flavors playing all over 
mm. different parts of my tongue. I'm feeling different flavors. Yeah, I think one thing that jumps out for me, there is a freshness to it, which is like odd for a double char mm -hmm. or a double oak mm -hmm. bourbon. Um, the uh, not necessarily brightness, but there is a freshness. And I think it's maybe mint or I could see that. something along those lines. But I, I get the I get the char. I get like some type of um, savory esque sugar sweetness, like a like a sugar, not mm -hmm. not like um, any type of uh, like candy or anything. Like like if you just had granulated sugar and it was like caramelized, that's kind of what I'm getting. Almost like that that charred marshmallow type of thing. And then yeah. there's like a definitely that mintiness and a little bit of oak for sure. Like I mean, it's solid. Yeah, shake. Those I'm trying over here. Uh -oh. <laughs> I know what's coming right now. I already know it. I mean, off the rip, I'm really, really not the biggest bit and touch of fan. Yeah. But I'm be honest. This thing just tastes burnt. I thought you were, I thought you were rocking with it off the nose for sure. I was like kind of surprised. Bro, the nose is fine. I feel like it's, it's, it's got a good, you know, little fresh-esque to it, but no, nah, it's burnt. Like, and... Yes, last <laughs> night we were talking about, you know, uh, now, and, and we'll kind of prelude to some of this. We, we have tapped into this bottle before, obviously. And when the first time we talked about it, I was kind of giving my perception and ideology of how I felt about it. And Bryce is like, I don't know how you can get that. Like, I don't know how, how it's so bad. But I'll take a step back again. Me, myself, and my palate and food, I don't like anything burnt. You know, like burnt? charred, charred hot dogs, charred no. marshmallows, no. nothing, no charred if chicken, I'm, nothing like that. No, if it's <laughs> if it's black, I'm not eating it. Yeah, and that, I'm standing on that. Yeah, like we roast the marshmallows. If that joint catch on fire, somebody else throw it over your shoulder. Yeah. yeah, it's over with. Yeah. So I really just that whole burnt taste, any of that charredness, and I mean for you guys, you guys are talking about you enjoy it. You know, you you getting this. Yeah. It's not caramelized. So you're not burnt. able. So you're not able to look past any of the other flavors for you, for your palate past the burnt. Like, do you taste no. anything in addition to no, the burnt? No, I will. I will get into something on the finish. Okay. Um, but like, for for my palate, it's almost like and this is. I guess could be disrespectful to you guys, but it's like on the front end, it's like nothing, and then it's burnt, and then the finish is okay. But you know what? This is another really good time for us to sit here. We all. I mean you know, with all due respect for ourselves, have a, a pretty solid palate. Really, yeah. we tried a lot of bourbons. You know, we have a, we have some knowledge about this. Here's people who are having different ends of the spectrum right. of how we feel about a bottle. Again, it's so subjective. So a lot of people will say, you know, what's your favorite bourbon or what's the best bourbon? That's almost an impossible answer yeah. to give somebody um, just because everybody's going to have a bit of a different palate. Same thing with food. Shane, that doesn't agree with Shane's palate. Shane's not wrong, but right. we disagree. Yeah. So, you know, um, with that being said, you've got people here who've had a ton of whiskeys yeah. between the three of us um, and, you know, completely disagreeing on um, the agreeability of the bottle. So right. I think that's just another unique point to make sure that people say, you know, just because somebody highly recommends or highly detests bourbon doesn't always mean that you're going to feel the same way. Right. Yeah. So um, it's sometimes a good indication if you know that your palate aligns with a particular person, but it's not the end all be all. Right. So. Uh, with that being said, I like to go ahead and rank it. Um, again, let me give one more little sip here. I enjoy the complexity of that. I'm able. I totally get that charred burntness that you're talking about, but I, it doesn't overpower the rest of the flavors that I'm getting that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, still, some of that sweetness, a very mild citrus, that deep, rich 
earthy oak yeah. and that char. I mean, I think it's it's very complex. And again, for 88 proof, I think it's very viscous as well. I'm going to give this, I'm not going to go crazy, but I'm going to give it 3.5 crowns. Okay. Um, I really am enjoying it that much. Like I, I'm not going to, it's not a four to me. It's not high threes, but it's right in the middle of the threes, which is a good score for me. Yeah. Um, especially, again, considering the proof point, 3.5 yeah. crowns. Yeah. I think this sits in that, like, range of, like, um, we've, I think, I can't remember which one we talked about already, but uh, this is right there in that, like, every day you could drink this all the time, bourbons. Um, you know what you're getting. It, like, is what it is uh, as far as, like, the label goes. But mm -hmm. it's very complex. Like, it gives you a ton of, it gives you a ton of notes and uh, different palette options, I guess is the right way to put it, that you could be satisfied with for 88 proof. Mm -hmm. Not really gonna, you know, put you down. You're not putting away like big proofy bourbon. You're 88 proof, but you're getting a pretty great package on the palate right there. So um, that's kind of where I'm leaning. I'm three five. Uh, I piggyback two scores now, but three <laughs> yeah. five is is I think a fair fair score for this. Sure. Um, there's nothing that I love more than when I, and this is just me showing respect. Uh, when a bourbon label whatever says something and they do it like yeah. it's, it's it's double charged okay and it is double charged mm -hmm. like like it's standing on that um or i mean we we've talked about different situations scenarios with them but out of respect it is ada proof um there is some complexity there and some things i'll get into on the finish um that i enjoy i will say that um it is very viscous um i do like it um the mouthfeel of it so uh, I kind of give it some respect there. If I was going strictly off taste, it would be a zero. But um, I, the burntness just takes over. And I, if there's I something you don't like, man, it's something you don't like. It's just, I can't, it's just that simple. I can't not see it, you know? Yeah. And it's almost like, this is so stupid. You guys know, like, when you see, like, the pictures where it's, like, two things in one, and once you see one of them, you can't see the other yeah, thing. Uh, yeah, I it's know what It's almost you're like that. Like, I'm to the point where, like, it tastes like burnt, and I can't taste anything else. There's nothing else. It's just There's overpowering for you. It's just, it's just the end of it. Yeah. So yeah. that respect factor there, I give it a 1.9 on the palate. Um, okay. And, okay. And just because it, it is not terrible as far as, like, everything all put together, taste-wise, I don't like it at all, but over-encompassing, it's solid. Hey, very fair, man. I mean, very fair. You know, like we told you guys on here, we're going to have some times where we're like, you know, I disagree with Shane, but I, he's got a very valid point. Again, it's his palate, and that's that's going to happen for us. I think we, you know, uh, one other bottle that's like that for us is the Knob Creek 12. I do yeah. not like Knob Creek 12 yeah. at all. Don't like it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like that bottle. I don't want somebody to hand me a yeah. free pour of it. That's kind of how I feel Jeez. about that bottle. I really don't. But you probably would say the same thing about this one. Yeah. You'd be like, I really don't want that. Like, I'm like, hey, Shane, here's a glass. This. You'd be like, I'd rather not waste it. I'd rather not waste it. Take yeah. it back. So, yeah. Um, you know, with that being said, I guess we can really start to look at the finish, finish here as you guys yeah. are, are ready. Well, let me to get that. into the finish since I actually. Yeah, yeah you did say. Yeah, you did say so something about on that. The, on the finish, there's a there's a piece of it uh, on the back end after it's kind of gone out of my mouth. Uh, it's almost like birthday cake frosting. Okay. So I do kind of get the sweetness, uh, kind of little aspect in there. Um, I will allude to something else real quick. Uh, so random, but we had we were again celebrating Bryce's birthday. And the first time we cracked into this, I had a donut prior to eating it and then visited it again. And it was like sweeter, but then burnt and then sweet again. So I enjoyed it for that moment, but it, it still got that burnt aspect. But on the finish, 
it's long lasting and it's like a sweet birthday cake frosting. Yeah. I, I kind of like it a lot. It's almost like you had like, like I feel like you're like if you're thinking of like burnt cookies. Like if you have like burnt chocolate, like, <laughs> yeah. like chocolate chip cookies, they look good on the top, but the bottoms of them are burnt, right? I mean, I'm I've still ate those plenty of times. I wouldn't. But that's like, but I know you wouldn't. But that's kind of like I feel like what I you're, would. I feel like that's kind of what you're yeah. alluding See, to. See, one time I'll I'll, allude, I'll I'll talk about this. One time uh, we were eating dinner and somebody was cooking green beans. Forgot about the green beans. Let them burn. And the smell of the green beans, like I tried to eat them. Like I was like, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful, yeah. whatever. Tried to eat them from then, like for a year, I didn't eat green beans after that because, wow. like, it was like it was like you. See, it ruined it you, like, yeah. It's burnt, like it's just wrong, like it's acid. I Boom. think there's, I think there's there's a time and a place for char, and I think that time and place is definitely a bourbon. Like yeah. if you're gonna do it, like I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want all my food char. I don't want all my food char, sure. but I like a you know a nice charred piece of chicken or maybe a little bit of char to get on a marshmallow. Like there's a time and a place for it, and even like the bottom of a cookie burn a little bit. I would prefer that flavor in a bourbon over the cookie. Right. But I, I think there's a time and a place for that for that flavor profile. With that being said, on the finish, this finish is long. Mm -hmm. This thing is coating my tongue, and it's just sitting on there. Like, I took a sip a little while ago, and I'm still tasting it. So I really – I'm a big fan of this finish, man. Um, I really am. So with that being said, I'm ready to rank it. Do it. I'm going to say – yeah, okay. I'm giving the finish a 3.7 crowns. I really like the finish. Okay. I really do. Um, I kind of jumped the gun with ranking it there. You haven't given your no, thing, but good. I got I kind of got excited good. because I really like that. Um, and, you know, for us, we're really critical of stuff. So people are like, 3.7, that's not good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't give a whole lot to – once mm -hmm. I start getting into the fours, we're like phenomenal finishes. It's just, just a really good finish. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it. It's staying with me. I like it. Yeah. I think – and I didn't touch on this as much on the palate, but for 88 proof, the viscosity you're getting, I think that's where it shines a lot for the finish. Mm -hmm. um, very coating on the mouth. Um, you get that char flavor with that coating, um, which works for some of us, doesn't work for all of us. And I, I do like it and I enjoy it and I think it finishes that way as well. I feel like you um, get that... Um, I'm trying to feel like the best the best way to describe it is like if you had like a good like good grill marks on some chicken like mm -hmm. that like that's how it's staying with me like that's the flavor I'm getting as far as that char goes dude my heartburn is killing me I'm not lying <laughs> I've seen your face I, they yeah I was like you probably see it I told them before the episode heartburn anyway the but that still even with even like <coughs> with something like heartburn still tastes great I'm still tasting it a lot and. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think I'm not as high as three seven. Okay. I think I'm in three five again. I think it's I think it's just a super solid finish for eighty eight proof. Like, yeah, you're getting a lot out of it. So yeah, yeah I can respect that. Uh, I'll go ahead and go with mine. I, I respect it. I think it's good. I still get the burnt taste on there, but as I said, there were some aspects and notes that I did like about it. Um, so I'll, I'll stick it two point eight. Okay. Um, it's above average. Okay. It's something that I, I could say that I enjoy. But mm. if okay, let's just say I, I kind of want to get into some theoreticals here. If there was not double chart, maybe I would like this a lot. Mm -hmm. Or I also want to. I don't know why I would want to, but I want to know when they pulled this, like what the proof was at, and I want to try it at that. I want to mm. see like I would at like that point, that. would you guys think that the the char is just over encompassing? Like maybe it's taking over yeah. at that point. Maybe they cut it down to 88 because they were like, hey, 
I might have messed this up a little bit. Like, yeah. Let's cut it a little bit. And that, that I mean, that's just speculation. Mm-hmm. But Well, that's good because I, if I'm, memory serves me correct, just the regular six-year is either 92 or 94 proof. Mm-hmm. This is lower. Yeah. Right. This is lower than the other. So, I mean, you may have a point there, Shane. They may have been like, okay, this is dominating. Like, this char is dominating. Let's water it down a bit so it's, in, you know, so it's inviting for people like Tucker and I. Yeah. But it's still too much char for you. So, that's yeah. not... It's not crazy to say that. So, um, I guess we're ready for overall scores uh, on this. I'm going to give it a 3.6 crowns okay. out of five. I think I'm right there. Like, you know, I'm like right in the 3.5 to 3.7 for pretty much yeah. every category. But overall, that's where that's really where I'm getting it. It's an enjoyable pour. Um, again, I think I'll also look for a lot of unique qualities in bourbon now and whiskey in general because we've had so many and I have so many on my shelf that I start – see a lot of monotony in these flavors and these mm-hmm. profiles this is one that's giving me something that's uh nice to have something off profile that i also enjoy yeah so that's sure. why you know i'm right at that three three point six crowns out of five mark for me yeah so i um i feel like you made a good point there i feel like this is a good um it's very versatile like it's a it's kind of a switch hitter bourbon where uh you're getting a double oaked or double charred technically uh, bourbon, so that's a different classification of finish um, that you can have on your shelf. Um, it's a unique package. It looks cool. It's a conversation piece. I feel like. Yep. Um, and it's I, I think it's I think it's very good. Like, eighty-eight proof, so it's very approachable. If you do give it out to somebody, they're not going to be, you know, getting blown away by proof there. Absolutely. So, um, I think the complexity and the charred aspect of it. I mean, three four. So just a little lower off that three, that three, five, um, three, four overall, overall yeah. for me. It's yeah. still a good score. Yeah. It's a really good score. Yeah. Shane, <laughs> negative 10 for Shane. <laughs> Thumbs down. Thumbs down for um, Shane. Generally, you know, we, 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 on our first episode, we talked about how uh, our over-encompassing rankings aren't like averaged out no. scores of what we do. I mean, we don't have time to sit here and try to compute that. In our head. Right. Yeah. But... I would say this will be one of the first ones where like parts of the first three scores are weighted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say the palette is weighted just because I just really didn't like that. Yeah. I mean, I would say I respect the bourbon overall, so I, I'm not going to dip below the twos, but I am going to sit right at 2.2. Okay. Um, not something that I enjoy at all, but I, res- I that's, that's where I give it the 2.2 is I respect it. Yeah. If, if I was just kind of like, you know, a bourbon snob and I'm like, I don't like this, whatever, zero. I just yeah. hate it, whatever. But I still am able to see some of the complexities in it. Uh, there are some aspects that I do enjoy as far as the, the nose, um, the finish, just the palate mm-hmm. overall as far as the taste goes. It's just so, so heavy. Yeah, so, not yeah, for you, man. Not for sure. Hey. Two yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is the time of the episode that we get into the King's Court. And, uh, you know, we're big sports guys. You know that. We're former college athletes ourselves. <laughs> we're not hoopers necessarily. However, there's something going on in the basketball world or just happened in the basketball world. Yeah, uh, the in-season tournament. Uh, I was, you know, in the NBA. I was really skeptical of it at first. I'll be honest. I'm like, man, that's, that, these guys don't care about that. That's dumb. Man, I tell you what, them boys are hooping, dude. Yeah. It seemed like there was a lot of effort. And a lot of the guys said who had a lot of playoff experience – uh, we're saying that this is like the intensity of the playoffs. So great job by Adam Silver, first of all. Yeah. He's done a lot of great things. Um, you know, keeping the NBA competitive where a lot of people say it's not, defense isn't good midseason, they don't try to the playoffs. Well, we got the playoff atmosphere. What people were complaining about 
They're in the middle of the season. Yeah. And my Los Angeles Lakers took the crown. I was just able to watch them. Uh, I was in Los Angeles uh, last week and actually watched the, uh, them play Houston. So that yeah. was fun to see that um, and watch those guys really go hard. And then Anthony Davis had a heck of a night nah, uh, he showed up against the sure. Pacers, man. Finally, he showed up for sure. He showed up. played like a grown man and, and bullied some people. 41 man. and 20 is crazy. 41 and 20. And what, five block, four or five blocks? I think it was four blocks. Four blocks. I mean, so defensively, you see that effort there too. And it was, uh, that was fun to watch, man. Hey, former cat. Former cat. Former cat. cat. So, hey, but at the end of the day, it was the King's court, though. Like, it LeBron. was It was LeBron's. It was the King's See, that was, court. That was tough, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was. It was the King's he, court. He came out with the MVP there. or yeah. the. I, I'm, I'm assuming that was for the all-encompassing tournament. Yeah, he so was it was, I think it was tournament yeah. MVP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so well-deserved. I mean, over that course of that tournament. I mean, if there was a game MVP, it would have been Anthony Davis, but... That tournament, I mean, LeBron, yeah. in those games in particular, you could tell there was a different switch that was clicked on for him as he was playing, yep. as he tends to do in playoff situations, <laughs> yeah. which leads me to believe that um, there was a different intensity even felt by LeBron taking it yeah. serious like that. And I think another thing, too, that we were all very curious as we watched was how are these guys going to celebrate? How are they going to, like... Mm-hmm. You know, like what was the reaction going to be after they won? And they, now granted, it wasn't like they they didn't just they weren't just world champions, but I mean, they were pretty excited. It's a morale like, there boost. Was cool, there were some cool aspects to it. I mean, you know, you got yeah. guys like um, you got guys like Reeves getting 500k. Like that's Man, probably pretty exciting. Hey, hold on, Reeves. Was- Hoopman. Yes, nah, he was yeah, in the first half, half, man. He was balling, bro. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing is, you see, you see guys like that who you know we're saying Austin Reeves. You know, he's got this big contract. Where he at? Just yeah. showed it. I think I think it's cool to see uh, a team like the Lakers, who didn't really have the best start of the year. Yeah, and we're pretty early into the season still. Yeah, um, and they went seven seven and zero against the spread and seven and zero straight up. Yeah, yeah. so you did. So, so they were yeah. hooping. They were really hooping. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. yeah. I mean, the intensity, the intensity's there, man. And uh, you know what? The goat took home the first in season tournament. It's only fitting in the twenty first year, though. I mean, we're just we'll never see that again. Yeah. It's just so I saw a crazy stat. What he's averaging right now, points wise, the next five people in their twenty first year combined does not, do not average what he averages in his twenty first year. That's crazy. That's just not normal. You know, it's something like crazy to note too is like Michael Jordan never won an in season tournament. <laughs> so it's like, I, no, he didn't. No, he so didn't. LeBron, LeBron has him there, and I think that's exciting. <laughs> I will add, uh, he just passed Steve Nash uh, for assists. LeBron yeah, did he's number four. I didn't know that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, mean, I, I think I think once, you know. I'll just speak to old head here. My dad was like, as soon as he passes uh, the number one points, he's going to be the GOAT in my boot. Well, if he's number one in assists and number one in points, it's actually not a free Yeah, it's actually really not a conversation. Not, not really. Not, not it's, really. It's I, like, yeah, I'm so. like. Nobody else is ever going to do that. And yeah. then the amount of the positions he plays. I mean, we, we turned this from an in-season tournament to a LeBron discussion, but that's just what he did. I mean, that's, yeah. that was his Go, effect. Man. That was his effect on the in-season tournament. 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 <laughs> tournament and uh you know with that note i think we're gonna go ahead and sign off here thank you guys for tuning in to another three kings yeah bourbon podcast episode we appreciate you all tremendously please like subscribe and share for us Jeez, thanks guys. guys thank you guys for watching we really appreciate your guys support if you like what you're seeing please check us out on youtube apple podcast spotify podcast and follow us on instagram tiktok twitter and facebook yeah, and one last thing, another shout out, another thank you to Happy Hour Bar and Liquor Store here in Nicholasville, Kentucky. You guys can check this place out. It's great.
effects. Three Kings Bourbon wishes you to drink like a king, but to act like one also. Please drink safely and responsibly.